Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts. And we had to get your attention one way or another, but sorry to bust your bubble. This podcast is not about thoughts. We have thoughts, true, honest opinions towards success. My name is Akira Casado, better known as Z, and I'm so excited to be here with each and every one of you to talk about real life things happening and all that jazz. So, so much has been happening. I don't know about y'all, but my 2024 started off so roller coastery <laughs> that I truly can say that this year is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, but definitely the reason why I'm back and we're back here is because I kept having these vivid dreams of this podcast, right? Over and over and over again. I'm not a big dreamer. Um, I usually have them in sporadically, but it was four days in a row, four nights in a row. I kept having this dream of how the format would be, how it would work out and all of that. So this is episode one of season four. And we started off, it was three and then it became two and now it became one. (laughs) And you know what? How many great groups that we can think of, you know, singing groups, talk shows that had multiple people and then it ended up being one, right? One of the most popular groups that are still revered as one of the best is Destiny Child. You know, Destiny Child had they run, everybody loved them, then they kind of broke apart, did their own thing. And so hopefully I get as much success as that darn Beyonce. And speaking of Beyonce, you know I have to talk about her recent um, explosion from Super Bowl. She didn't even perform. And somehow she still is in the mix of the conversations with Super Bowl. Now, let me just say this. Because a lot of you I know would be like, oh, my God, here she go talking about Beyonce again. And I don't talk about Beyonce because she's Beyonce and everybody looks at her like, uh, you know what they say, some people worship her. I'm not worshiping her, but I truly, truly believe that she creates the type of results that is worth admiring and most importantly, studying. And so recently, it's not a secret that she came out with two country songs. I know there's a full album, but we've only had exposure to two, which is um, Texas Hold'em, or I think it's Hold'em. And I think it's 16. I forgot how many it is, but she has two different songs out and she skyrocketed to the number one spot on the billboards. Now, I did see on the internet news that, um, the the country stations in Ohio did not want to play her music. Now, I don't know if that's true. And this is why I'm actually bringing this up is because I personally believe that that would be great promotion if that was just something that was put out there, even if it wasn't true. You know, I'm a skeptic about most things. And I know celebrities and different people do different things to market, kind of like The podcast, Thoughts Podcast has nothing to do with thoughts. There's never been, I don't think, a thought on our show. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, that stands for that whole over there. But unfortunately, we gravitate to things that are sexual or negative. You know, if I post right now on social media that 
you can earn 100K by the end of the year if you take these four steps. Most people are not going to watch it. You know what I mean? But if I show, if I post something and say, man, take a look at this fight that happened at the bar last Saturday and how many people will look at it. And so that's why when people ask the question in social media, a bad thing, I don't necessarily agree with it. I believe that social media just reveals us as humans. But let me not get off on a tangent. So her marketing could have been to just put that out there. I don't know if that was the case, but apparently they started to play her music. But the bottom line is that she made it to the number one spot. I believe the not just the first black woman, but I'm almost certain she's the first woman to actually make it to the top of that billboard. And so the amazing thing about what Beyonce did was shortly after this, I started being exposed to a lot of black artists in the country um, genre that I never heard of. You know, there's this one girl who she said, you know, she considered herself the country version of Beyonce. I can't think of her name right now, but if you know who I'm talking about, put it in the comments, let me know. But she has like two or three really good songs. Sorry, I need some water. I have it in this big jug. And those are my lemon seeds at the bottom because I love lemon water. But I've never heard of like four or five other people that had been exposed. Granted, King George is one popular country artist that is black that we are familiar with. But the other thing that was beautiful that I really admired was that this episode also brought light to people that country music was created by black people, you know, originally, because a lot of, you know, different debates was like, oh God, black people have to take over everything. And we're like, come on, that's not us. We are the creators. <laughs> so anyway, um, moving forward, it was very good to see how her accomplishment, which I know some artists could have possibly thought, man, you know, it, I've been working so hard and here comes Beyonce just busting into our industry. And I know how that could possibly feel, but I feel like what she did was really bring light on the topic of blacks in the country genre, which initially the first people I think of is Hootie and the Blowfish, which wasn't a completely black um, uh, country group. But, you know, that's the first people who I think of. Right. And so shout out to Beyonce for breaking barriers, for reaching levels and also being responsible for helping other people be exposed that we normally wouldn't have been exposed to. So I think it's a great time for a lot of people. Now, one other thing that I really loved that I saw this past week, um, a lot of you may have heard of the movie Mia Copeland and the star in that show was Kelly Rowland and Kelly Rowland obviously is a part of Destiny Child. And, you know, the movie was, was, um, produced by, um, I was about to say T.D. Jakes. <laughs> Not T.D. Jakes. The show was um, produced by Tyler Perry. And I'm going to give you an honest review. Okay. I think the plot was terrible. Okay. I think, you know, you, it definitely started off good. It keeps your attention long enough for you to get to um, that 
spot. Like it really does do a really good job of helping you to get right there where you want to get to. Um, but I'm going to be very, the ending was very disappointing, but it grabbed your attention long enough. And Kelly Rowland is absolutely beautiful. When I tell you she is beautiful, she is, I mean, I already knew she was beautiful, but you know, and I see her and different things, but like to watch her on film, she's first of all, a good actress. Um, but the ending was like, what, <laughs> you know, that's kind of how the ending was. And there were parts in between the plot that didn't really add up that I'm still confused about. I won't be a spoiler because I know some people still haven't watched it, but I will say this. I will say that, you know, the scenes in that movie was very exciting. Um, uh, the actor who played, I guess you can call him the seductor, the seductor. He um, literally, his name is Trevante Rhodes. Rhodes, I think is how you say it. He played Zaire, which is my son's name, ironically. And he did things in that movie <laughs> that if you've ever had that experience with paint, <laughs> you are at night thinking about this. And, you know, it's interesting because if you've ever had this experience, which I won't reveal if I did or not, it is very fun. Okay. It's different. And anyway, every woman on the planet who watched that movie had to pray out the thoughts about that man. I mean, I literally posted on my Facebook. If you go to my Facebook page, Zykira, my, my actual page, not Z Global. Literally, I think the last time I checked, it was at like 800 likes and 100 shares. And it's just a picture of them. But anyway, the movie... I don't know if I would watch it again. Uh, I might fast forward to the scenes. No, but I would say that it was very good to see Kelly. Trevante definitely did his thing. Um, but Tyler Perry as a director, um, I don't know who was the writer. You know, I don't know who the, if that is one and the same, if he, if it was one and the same, but the writer needed a little more work because it wasn't like, power. It wasn't like Raising Canaan. I don't know if I have any Raising Canaan. Shout out to all the Raising Canaan viewers. I was exposed to this show um, at the time by my, who was my boyfriend at the time. And I'm hooked. I love Raquel. The season three ending was incredible. And people who write for shows like that, it really takes a certain kind of art because you literally are taking people through an hour of production for several weeks and sometimes years and all of these things have to make sense. And so if you are a Raising Canaan fan, you were like, oh my God. And even on the Raising Canaan page on Instagram, if you go on there, you'll probably see my comment on there because it got like thousands of views because the ending was so amazing. It was like a cherry on top to it, it was just incredible. It was very well written. And so Tyler, no offense, whoever wrote Raising Canaan's ending, whoever wrote the endings of power, 
you need to get with him because Mia Copeland could have been a amazing hit if it made sense. But there were parts at the end, like the mother-in-law, that bitch, I know everyone hated her. Um, the way she treated Kelly and all that stuff. And even some of that stuff was unrealistic. No woman married to a man is going to deal with that, whether she has an element or not. So I feel like I'm giving too much away. But shout out to Kelly Rowland because she did an amazing job. And the guy, Trevante, apparently is in other movies, but I've never seen him. Or if I did, I didn't see him like that. So the other thing, though, the reason why I brought this up is because one of the things that I love to do is depict how certain events that we are looking at just for the entertainment is a teaching moment. And one of the teaching moments that I really enjoyed seeing was at the premiere of Mia Copeland, you saw Beyonce, Jay-Z, Beyonce's mother, I think Blue Ivy was in, no, I hope Blue Ivy wasn't there to watch that movie because she did not need to watch that. But basically, here are these individuals in this group who once were a part of a group really still support each other, like they're best friends, they're supporting one another and in her endeavor she shares and their endeavors they share and so I want to encourage you to see some individuals that you are connected to directly and people who you call friends associates one of the things that I think that we tend to forget is that everyone has to start from somewhere everyone has a beginning you know you know when Beyonce first started, when Kelly Rowland first started, when the guy Trevante first started, um, they started when no one knew them. So it's imperative, I believe, for us to continue to support our friends and families and business. Because let me tell you this, um, to be honest with you, and I'm being really honest with you, to be honest with you, the fact that... Um, She's still supporting her, publicly supporting her. Um, just goes to show not only the vitality of their relationship as friends, but on a business standpoint, I believe that Kelly Rowland would have done just as well without Beyonce showing that she was going to support. I don't think that was a necessity for them to do. I think they just wanted to show what it was, right? And so, again, I really believe that you need to support those who you love, right? And I got to give a shout out to Craig Nelson. Craig Nelson is an, a young man in Plainfield, New Jersey. I think he's in Plainfield. I know he's in New Jersey. And he badgered me, not literally badgered me, but every once in a while he would say, hey, you know, I was looking for the podcast. When is it coming out? Did I miss it? And I'm like, you know, in addition to the dreams, he would pop up in my stories on Snapchat and tell me that asking me for this. And so I want to just give him a shout out and a thank you because he basically lit a fire under my ass because it's very similar. Now he might not know that he might not know that really lit the fire I needed, but whenever you see someone and they're doing something that you believe in, and, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but one of the hardest things in starting is continuing. 
Okay. Especially in today's world, because you can be distracted in 2.5 seconds. Okay. 2.5 seconds. You can be looking here and being over here. And so this is my second podcast. Well, really not my second, but um, back in the day, they didn't call it podcast. But one of the things we used to do was call these conference calls, but they were basically podcasts, but that's not the term. You know, I'm dating myself because, you know, my birthday is next week, guys, March the 5th. And I'm not going to be biased and tell you not to send me anything on Cash App. You're more than welcome to. It's my name. And it's global. Whatever you want to send me, send it to me because I will take it in all in in all my arms. But anyway, I'm approaching 39. Can you believe that? Life really is short. And so, you know, you tend to realize that, you know, time is of the essence. And so when you have and you see people doing their thing, those little encouraging words will keep them on the path, you know, not even encouraging words, just asking, just inquiring, like, Hey, like he did. Hey, what's up with that? Um, you know, what's up with that? And I do it all the time for people, you know, Hey, what's up with that book? You still getting that book done? You still getting this done? Even though to them in that moment, it's annoying. Cause I was annoyed. I'm going to be transparent. I was like, why do you keep asking me about this? You know, you and your feelings because you're fighting the fact that this person actually is a fan. And you're, you're like, dude, do you know how much shit I have going on in my life? And you're asking me about this. But really, then I, you know, after your emotions leave, you're like, man, this is truly an honor because it means the person's looking for it. And so shout out to him for, again, lighting the fire under my ass. Because I really believe in culture curing conversations. And I believe that this podcast will do that for a lot of people where, we will be able to really have the necessary conversations. And my goal is to make sure that these conversations and these po- this podcast makes us think, you know, and not think about what media wants us to think about, but really think about what it is that we're doing as a man and a woman in the world in 2024. There's a lot of confusion happening. A whole lot. There's some things that I believe and want to say that I probably will get canceled, lose a lot of a few friends or associates <laughs> because there's some things, especially in the United States that, that it's happening, you know, and, and especially in the black culture that we, I believe, need to get away from. And so, you know, like, for example, I don't know if you guys heard, you know, right now, Biden and Trump and all of them is campaigning. I don't really get into politics like that. I really don't. At the end of the day, what they do there in my lifestyle don't necessarily affect me, except for the fact, I won't lie that I had more checks come in randomly when Trump was in office, but the I don't think Biden and Trump is much different from one another. I don't think you know, the polit you know, the, the mock, um, Democrats and Republicans are that much different from one another. Um, uh, and I going into detail, but it really pissed me off to see that gentleman on the news say, you know, Trump just dropped some new sneakers. And I believe that we'll get more of the black vote because black people like sneakers. And the one thing that will trump everything is culture. 
And then, you know, you start seeing a couple videos of these Nimrods literally with the damn sneakers on, really sporting this man's sneaker. And so a part of me that breaks my heart that the dude, if you go back and watch the video, and maybe I'll do something fancy so you can see this in the future, like bring it on. <laughs> but anyway, so if you watch it, the part that's very disturbing is that he did not think he said anything wrong. He doesn't think nothing that he said was an insult. He doesn't think that nothing that he said was wrong, was uh, demeaning. He, nothing that he said in that moment, if you watch, see, I'm, I'm a woman who, and you don't have to just be a woman to do this, but I study body language. I look at the way people, not just what you say, it's how you say it and not how and just your tonality and your, and your, how your body is when you say it, your facial expression and your tonality, it all is, tells a story. And the story it tells when you watch him, he's talking in incite, excitement, like, yeah, because you can't trump culture. And he's really believing he's saying something that's not offensive, when it's very well offensive. But what's what really offenses, offensive is if it's true. Will Trump get more goddamn votes because of some sneakers? gotta be kidding me not because of sneakers because he made sneakers so somebody sat back and this should piss you to hell off as a black person like if you are of any form of anything like you have to be like dude are you like serious but the fact that they even believe this someone sat back and really thought this out because that's what marketers do campaigners do. That's why, you know, in my business and social media management, marketing and promotions, one of the number one things, can you get people to see this? Can you get people to buy into an idea? That's big money that people sit there and talk and brainstorm on how to do that. So imagine if their PR person said, man, let's put together this plan and make some sneakers so the hell that we can get some more black people to vote. <sighs> Let me woosa and take another sip of my water, my lemon water. The reason why I put it in this gigantic mason jar is because my gigantic water bottle is in the dishwasher. And also I just measured this and mentally I don't think it's as big. And so that way I can get all the water that I need because this bipolar weather in North Carolina, my heat is on and off, on and off, and it dries out your skin and you can be dehydrated. But anyway, getting back to the topic, the fact that people would mix and mingle about that is to me demeaning. And but it also is another light underneath the fire. Like it would be dope if he got no black vote, if his black vote plummeted. Um, also, in addition to that, recently, someone, they had like a conference call and this black woman was trying to get on with her friends and it was for Trump supporters and they literally kicked her off. And the part that was amusing and funny to me is that they were surprised that that happened. That's the part that was funny to me. Like, wait, 
Y'all are surprised that they don't want you there. You think they really want you there? No, they just want your vote. They just want you to be. And let me get off the topic of politics because I don't, again, I don't like talking about politics, but I do think it's hilarious that those people are surprised. And that's what we do as humans. We tend to forget the things that we shouldn't forget. You know, like someone is this way. People say these things, but at the same time, we're surprised. You know, you know, J. Cole says it best. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me two times, the rain on you. Fool me three times, the peace on the rain on you. At some point, you got to take responsibility about banging your head on the same wall. Okay. And so that brings me to getting out of the topic of um, politics. And that really wasn't about politics. That really was about the fact that, um, that it's just terrible that he would feel that that would be a great marketing. And the fact that part of me feels like I really hope that doesn't give him more votes, but it's possible breaks my heart. It really does. But anyway, most recent also that I want to talk about is Wendy Williams. I did not look at, I did not see her documentary. I saw someone, the dude from Jerry Springer. I think Jerry Springer died, did he? I think he died. Um, but the dude used to be on Jerry Springer. He, um, his name was Steve. He went on to say that he feels like, you know, he's a fan and he feels like there's no need to literally have this documentary up because the documentary literally shows um, her in the worst light he's ever seen her and that they really need to pause and just let this woman heal. I saw one clip and that was of her and, and formerly known as Black China. I'm sorry, I, I, something white is her real name, but I know her as Black China and shout out to her. She definitely is the epiphany of being able to try your best to change your image. And I think she's doing a good job. I haven't really followed her, but they have a scene where they're talking and they say that she has dementia that was really um, progressed by the fact that she had a major drinking problem. Her drinking problem really escalated, they said. And, and you know, she used to be on hard drugs also after finding out that she and her husband um, of many years decided to kind of, you know, not just cheat on her, but he also had got someone pregnant. And quite frankly, I believe she's heartbroken because if she has dementia, the only thing that she talked about was her husband. She said, I'm divorced, but he ain't got no money. And the, But if you... I'm not going to get emotional here, but it literally grabbed my heart because I can't help but to be an empathetic person. Like I'm, my level of empathy sometimes frustrates me. And I'm going to give you an example. The other night I was going to the gym. I was trying to use my son's gym because where he lives, the amenities there are like ridiculously nice. Shout out to my youngest. He doing his thing and I couldn't end up getting in. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go home and go to my gym. So I leave my house and literally this girl side swipes me. You know, I was 
I'm not going to brag, but I do think I'm a really great driver. I think I, you know, I think I know how to maneuver that thing. So the way I turned off, because basically we were coming up to a light, you know, the light, left lane, middle lane, turning lane. Well, she was in the turning, she was in the lane to turn right. And then out the blue, she decides I'm turning left. And she side swipes my bumper and, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is this stupid bitch, you know, I'm being transparent. That's the first thing that popped in my mind. And then as soon as I got out the car, I could tell that this girl has never experienced a crash in her life. You know, I could tell she was young and somehow this woman hit me and I'm hugging her, holding her, trying to console her and make her calm the hell down because to be honest with you, it wasn't that bad, you know? So I know this, I mean, I, I could tell she was younger than me. And so I'm holding her and hugging her and it's okay. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't mean to hurt you. I'm, da, 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 da. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My dad's in the So I tell her, you know, I want to go home. You know, it's late. Um, so I just leave. Then when I pull off, it feels like my car is dragging. So I, I flag her down. She pulls over. She calls her dad. Her dad comes. He's a mechanic, looks at the car. And a lot of people would have been like, man, girl, you could have got some money for that. You could have did this and that. But the man, all she did was kind of like make my bumper come off. Cause that's the only part of the car she hit and my tire. And so he came the next day. He fixed the bumper. Um, he, uh, he also gave me a new tire and I went based off their word, you know, and sometimes people think that that's the stupid way to go about things. But I feel like, well, I don't know who those people are. Right. And long-term down the way, it might be somewhere, somehow we cross paths again and they'll remember that moment because to be honest with you, I am very happy. It was me that it happened to the reason why I believe. I'm happy it was me because somebody else would have definitely not been as nice to that girl. And I can't imagine how traumatic that could have been. And I come to find out she just was leaving her first date ever. <laughs> so she was only 22 years old, really beautiful young lady. Her name was Angel. And so um, shout out to her. But get it, let me just tell you, I just had to give you that story to help you understand why I grabbed myself because watching her going back to Wendy Williams, y'all know. A lot of people think I got ADHD. I've never been diagnosed with having ADHD. So if you're watching, listening, or watching this podcast, you're going to have to learn how to jump back and forth <laughs> with some of my uh, uh, conversations. So we're going back to Wendy Williams. I told you that story because when I watched Wendy talk to Black China, and the only few things she said was, you know, I'm a divorced and he has no money that that's the thing that's in her head. And so one of the things that we tend to forget, and the only way that we learn this is through experience is that the wrong relationship can fucking break you. It can make you or break you a relationship. And that's not just romantically relationships generally can make or break you, right? Uh, but most importantly, romantic relationships. 
And romantic relationships are very important important decision. You know, now if you're out here just single and having a good time, you're not out here trying to catch feelings and all of that, you know, more power to you. That's not my thing. But if you want to really cultivate a relationship, you're trying to be with someone, choosing the wrong person can be a detriment to your life. (laughs) Literally, I mean, this woman was devastated. And, you know, from personal experiences, you know, the the feeling of heartbreak is so devastating. And the reason why I think it's so devastating is because not only is it a thing where, you know, it's one thing when someone passes away, right? But that person's no longer here. But the fact that this person's alive and they move on and you move on, you know, it can be a very hard, hard thing on anyone emotionally, physically, um, mentally. And, you know, mental health is so important. And that's one of the things that we're going to always discuss here is you have to know when you're going over the rail. You have to know when it's time to stop, you know. And some things end not out of just malice, but some things just don't mix like oil and water. Oil and water will never mix. If I take oil and put it in this mason jar, it's never going to mix, but they are still essential. You need oil to cook and moisturize things (laughs) and you need water for life. Two very essential things, but again, they will never mix. And so sometimes what happens when you do mix them, what happens, y'all, when you put a pot on the stove and it has a little bit of water and you go ahead and throw that oil in too soon, it starts going crazy, right? And so you have to know, the, the number one, your value and that it's not the end of the world. You know, I don't think we're supposed to go through so much heartbreak in our lifetime, but I do feel like there should be a point in your mental health that before you start dating, before you start becoming intimate with people, and, you know, of course we're grown, but sometimes you got to pause and assess things because you want to get to a point in your life where when they have a change of heart, that you don't take it to heart. Ooh, let me repeat that. When they have a change of heart, that you don't take it to heart. That is a healthy mental state. And it's, it's, it's better. It's easier said than done. Without a doubt, it is easier said than done. Because now this woman who was a phenom, now don't get me wrong, they say it's dementia, but this woman's only in her 50s. Or is her is it her sixties? Um, hey Siri, I don't think I'm using this for something else. I don't think Siri's gonna listen to me. But hey Siri, yeah, she can't hear me right now. But um, I was gonna see how old Wendy Williams is. But I think she's either in her late fifties or early sixties. Um, but someone can look. Matter of fact, I can look it up as I talk real quick. But you know, this woman is in her you know in some aspects prime, right? And so the fact that she's already developing this, which, oh, she's 59. Okay. So she's almost 60 that, you know, she's a little bit young to be 
at a place in her life where she's developed dementia. And so I say all of that to say, uh, and but they, they said it was an induced dementia with all the drinking and then she started back using drugs. This happens when you want to suppress the fact that you put, when you put your, and this is just my theory, because I, I believe out of, you know, when I notice people with dementia, they only think of and remember important things. Like there's a lady on TikTok who shows her mom with dementia and sometimes she cusses around and she has these mood swings, but she always remembers who her kids are named when she had them, when she birthed them. She remembers the important thing. So out of all the things this woman could have said to Black China, she said something about the husband. So that's why, this is why this is my theory. And so again, I want to encourage all of us to get to a place of mental stability in relationships that are romantic, that when the person has a change of heart, that we don't take it to heart. And when we take it to heart is because we have, found validation in this relationship. We have found validation in this person. And so when this person no longer wants you to be their your per, um their person, now you have fallen apart because you have invested all of what you think you are into that person. And that will drive you crazy because sometimes people have a change of heart for many different reasons. Some people have interior motives that you might not even recognize because right now in society, there is a huge, huge, huge rise in MPD. You don't know what that is? That stands for narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality disorder. It's so many disorders out here because number one, I believe no one reads. I mean, think about the last book you just read. You know, I literally just read, um, reread Jerome, um, Eric Jerome Dickey's book. I read this when I was younger and my fast ass should not have been reading this book. And, you know, I was going to wait to give a shout out, but let me shout out this book. Now it's interesting. I'm reading, it's called Cheaters. I don't know if you guys, this is a classic old school book. I read this when I was like 16 or 15. That's probably why I had them kids so early. No, <laughs> because I should not have been reading this. I might not have understood a lot because I didn't really remember the characters until they connected. And then certain parts started coming back to me. But you can tell I was into this book. This is a brand new book. I brought this book this this month, February. Um, or is it February? It's in March or February. But anyway, I brought this book 30 days ago. I finished it in like three weeks. I was distracted by this book. I mean, just shout out to Eric Jerome Dickey. I don't know if he's still writes, but this ending, even though I wish I had a little bit more of the characters, especially um, Shantae and um, Steven, you know, he was the player that didn't want to play no more. But anyway, the way he wrote this book was it's just beautiful. And I already have his other books on the way because if he wrote this one good, I would hope the other ones were good. But if you've never read it and you're into novels, which I normally don't read novels, but I wanted to be distracted and entertained literally, if that's a word. And I definitely highly recommend Eric Jerome Dickey's book, Cheaters. So again, back to 
all of that. Um, I don't even know how I got to the book. How did I get to the book? Oh, so again, you want to, I really don't remember how I got to the book just now because I was just talking about Wendy Williams, but that's the ADHD, y'all. We're going to bring it back or bring it back. But anyway, um, blessings, peace, harmony, and love, love, peace, and hair grease to Wendy Williams, her family. Um, I have not watched a documentary um, yet. I may watch it. I may not watch it. I think that little piece with Black China was enough for me. I don't like seeing people suffer. And I just feel like, you know, again, assess yourself and go into relationships whole. Do not go into a relationship thinking that that relationship is going to complete you. You need to be completed before you enter in because any of it, let me just tell you this, in the perfect scenario, you meet somebody, you fall in love, you get married, you have children or not have children, maybe you already have have children each, you know, but let's say you have children, it's perfect relationship and they pass away. That can happen. That happened to many people that I know, actually, you know, I can think of three people off the top of my head and, um, you know, and if, if that person passes uh, uh, that statistically, it shows that people who've been married for like 40, 50 years and the other one passes away, one passes away, the other one passes not long after, you know? And so I don't know if I would find a new love after death, but I can see how it can be very difficult to because of the fact that you know this person didn't leave you this person didn't cheat this person didn't manipulate me this person passed away and so even in the perfect relationship one of you will go right you're going to lose each other at some point if it's even a perfect relationship so even looking at it from that perspective it's imperative for you to go into relationships as a completed person and not a person seeking to be completed. Now, I think your person's supposed to inspire you and bring out the best of the best in you, but I certainly do not believe they're supposed to complete you. And so again, now let me get back. Let me just talk about someone who I am very close to. I love her to death and um, she just recently passed away. And um, I'm actually on my way this weekend to pay my condolences to her. And that was kind of like her experience, you know, um, shout out and rest in peace to my, to my love. And that's my good friend, Tiana Cockdell. And, you know, she was in a very amazing relationship and, uh, about three years ago, her significant other did pass, unfortunately. But then, too, about a week and a half ago, I had the very sad news that she passed away. And, you know, we shared a lot of different times together. Um, one of those times that we spent together was, you know, we, we were we worked at the same place. We were actually pregnant at the same time. Her daughter and my son are just months apart. Um, many cookouts, many conversations, you know, of course me moving to North Carolina and see her as often, but when I would go back home, I would see her. And so, you know, definitely rest in peace to her. I know this weekend is going to be partially sad, but 
I'm going to celebrate this person. And so I wanted to share you, you with you all who she is to continue to bring life into her, um, to let her be alive. She's one of the most incredible people that, that I've ever known. She was very sweet, very understanding. I was driving the other day and I kept thinking to myself, man, she was such a great listener. I wonder if I was a listening if I listened enough to some of the things she was trying to share with me, um, I do sometimes can be the talker in most of my friendships. And so I hope that when we did talk, she had those moments where she was able to really express herself. But I know with the other way around, she listened like no other. And so she's an incredible mother um, and a shout out to her family all her friends. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I wish it was for different terms, but I definitely wanted to take a moment to say, rest in peace, Tiana. I love you. Um, And unfortunately, I I wish I didn't have to say this because we're so close in age. And so what it's been doing for me is really making me count my blessings on another level, you know, literally take time out to really think, you know, why am I here? You know, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had someone close, especially close in age, you lose them. And when you lose them, it kind of makes you feel almost guilty about the time that you've been wasting on people, places, and things that don't even matter. You know, it doesn't even matter at the end of the day. And so again, uh, shout out to her, her family. My biggest condolences. I would not miss this for the world. Um, packing my stuff right now to make my way up north and show my condolences and all of that. So I just had to take a time to do that. So we got a lot planned coming down the line for Thoughts Podcast. Again, this podcast is not about thoughts, but we have thoughts, true, honest opinions towards success. Um one of the things that we're going to be doing is ending with a quote. But before I do, I want you guys to uh, definitely follow this individual, CW Dressing. This is a Black-owned company. And I've been noticing recently that people have been like, ah, why you got to say it's Black-owned? Why you got to keep saying that? And I don't know why people say that. But the reason why I say it, you know, I don't know why people are coming against saying Black-owned business. But the reason I say it is because I want people to support where we are. And so CW um, dresses, I just got my order in the mail. Um, He sent this to me. And, you know, they also are a sponsor of, um, we do fundraising with them with my my, um, football team, Gridiron Gang. Shout out to my ladies. Um, But this sauce... It's so delicious. I prefer the hot sauce. He has two different sauces. The next show, I'll bring in the other ones. I do have some of that as well. If you're into spice, this is what you want to use. If you're not, you want to use the balsamic. The thing that's so incredible is that it's vegan friendly. It's made out of dates. And if you've ever had a real, like a the actual date, um, it's like, Dad, how did he do this? So I've made date syrup before. Um, from scratch and I know it's possible to really make dates into almost anything you want but I really love this hot sauce I mean 
Uh, you'll see it in some of my videos with my cooking. Uh, and when I tell you it's incredible, it is incredible. So follow him on Facebook and Instagram. He has so much attention across the globe. Um, NFL people love it. I mean, I've seen so many people really take heed to this sauce. And this sauce is boss. Okay, I'm telling you. So shout out to CW Dressings for my two bottles. I'm going to enjoy this. Um, one of our coaches at the last thing was like, man, you got any more of that hot sauce? I said, man, I got one, but it's open. Let me get it. And I'm like, dang, you like it that much? It immediately made me call a message, um, Mr. Chris, and really give, you know, and it's only 15 calories um, in every teaspoon. You don't need much. You do not need much. So again, shout out to CW Dressing for creating an incredible product and I am going to enjoy Um, And so I also want to shout out an individual on TikTok. He goes by Big Zoe, Big Zoe. So I, I think that's how you say it. But he has some really great um, conversations and I really enjoy what he puts out there on TikTok. So go and follow him. Um, inbox him and let him know that you heard it on the Thoughts Podcast. He will actually be on the show um, the next episode. So we're going to have some really incredible conversations, and I'm excited about having him on. Um, I love to get the male perspective on things as well. So we're going to talk about some culture curing conversations. And just in case you don't know, all of the episodes will post at midnight every single Sunday. And so you can listen to the podcast. We're going to now upload it on YouTube. Um, on So the whole show will be on YouTube, but you can catch clips on Instagram, Facebook. You can follow me, Zykira, or Thoughts Podcast. And um, also, be if you want to just hear the audio, you can connect with us on audio with um, Apple Podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that, all the platforms that you can think of, we're there, okay? So um, definitely thank you guys for so much of your support. Thank you for all the supporters that kept hounding me down to get my butt off, get my ass up and get to work. I love doing this. I love expressing and having the conversations that are true, honest opinions towards success. And until next time, all the way the week with love, peace, and hair grease. Until next time, bye.